0: Today's SWAPA number is 815. That's the number of hits SWAPA.org gets on a daily basis. While that may seem like a lot, in reality, it's far fewer than what we'd like to see.
1: In an effort to give the membership a better experience, Swap has been working for many months on a redesign of the site. So on today's episode, we're going to talk to two SWAPA staff members who've been working on the site's design and functionality during that time. Solutions Architect Jason Brooks and Communications Specialist Casey Castile.
0: While they've had a whole host of people working to support them, they really have been the front line of this project.
1: And they've pretty much been all in for more than a year. I'm Kurt Heider. And I'm Amy Robinson. and Here's our interview with Casey and
2: Jason.
0: First of all, let's give the listeners a little bit of background on each of you. Jason, you first.
2: I'm the solutions architect for Swap IT. I've been in the industry for about 20 years with a heavy focus on web applications.
3: And I think we should mention that Jason is the one who built the first Swapa.org website. I think that's important. And I have almost 20 years in content creation, uh, mostly for print, but digital as well. And I've been with SWAPA in the communications group for about five years now.
1: So talk a little bit about the decision to update the site.
3: We were hearing a lot from our pilots um, and have been for a while, you know, trouble finding things on our website. In addition to that, um, you know, communications, our our group uh, really had a need for a platform that could provide targeted content. As well as a little personalization to our pilots and and then we also needed a way to develop and um create content on the website without having to constantly go through you know go and find someone like jason to help us develop that on the
0: website jason our website is it a custom site or is it sort of off the shelf the one that we currently have
2: uh it's actually we, we use a content management system to which is an off-the-shelf prod product but the actual implementation is very custom.
0: And I and I know our pilots uh, have a lot of experience with some of the things that you've done in that custom space. Uh, some of the tools that we've developed for Swappa on the Swappa.org website are pretty much uh, hand-built by you, right? So things like the uh, profit-sharing estimator and, and some of those other products, they're all made in-house.
2: Yeah, so between me and SRC, um, pretty much all of our tools are custom-built from the ground up.
1: So in addition to just website design, you've actually gone through and and developed very specific tools for the pilot group.
2: Yes.
0: Are those products going to be featured on the new website once it goes live?
2: Uh, Yes, they will be. Um, A few of them, like the, Casey, was it the profit sharing? Uh, That will not be on this year. Mm -hmm. Um, However, we will be redesigning that for next year when we hopefully have a more profitable year.
1: Also, I know, uh, I think you built the disability calculator, too. Is that correct?
2: Uh, yes, me and Fred Johnson actually built that uh, <laughs> with a very, very quick turnaround time of about a week. And uh, that was a feat in and of itself.
1: And is that going to be launched with the new one as well, the new website?
2: It will be. And uh, it's actually been somewhat redeveloped, but the pilots aren't going to see any difference, really. It, it, the, the back end of it has been redesigned, though.
1: Are all of the SRC tools going to come online with the first relaunch?
2: Yes, Okay. it will.
1: So none of those will be held back. Are we going to upgrade Line Tuner at some point?
2: Uh, yeah, it's, that's actually a work stream that's being worked on c- currently for mobile app and for the website. Uh, after we get past 2.0 is what we're calling it. 2.1 will actually have, we're integrating Line Tuner into SwapIt.org so that it's not a standalone site. LineTuner Tuner will be part of Swappa.org and it will be, it will be part of the app.
1: So in, in talking about your roles here, because I think this is something like I don't think the, the membership is going to understand, but talk to us a little bit about the definition of the roles. Casey's on the communications team, Jason is clearly IT. Talk to us a little bit about
3: how you guys are are both on this project. So I served as the product owner of this, of the of swappa.org. Um, And basically what that means is, you know, with a a website this big and com owns, I should mention com owns our our current site, you know. um, And so with a website this big, you need um, kind of one point of contact. Um, So I served this past year and worked on a day to day basis with our developers coming up with thousands, you know, hundreds of work orders um, to create each piece and component of the new website. Um, and then a few months later, uh, Jason came on board to help on the, with the more technical aspects of it.
2: Yeah. So basically, I was bridging the gap between the business and the technology side of things. Developers speak a different language than the business. And Sugeti, our partner, they don't necessarily have the deep level of knowledge that it is required to support something as specific as a union of pi- for pilots. So... Uh, my job was basically to come in and take those business requirements and turn those into technical requirements.
0: You mentioned Sajetti, uh, and we've talked about them before, but exactly who are they and, and what are they doing for us?
2: So th- they are a managed services provider, which basically means that we have a need uh, for more heads and for uh, a wider range of skills that we can't necessarily get with a small shop with a couple people.
0: How big is our shop in Inside Swapper right now? So, right
2: now it's uh, me, Fred, and Sibby are the application side of things, and then we've got Eddie and Randall are more of the uh, help desk and infrastructure side of things. And then, other than that, we've got Pat, who is our director, and Will Young, who is our committee chair.
1: So, essentially, you have in, in your department, there's only about five developers or, or people to, to work on the IT products that we have on yeah, all of them.
2: Five worker bees. And really what that bowled down to was back a couple of years ago, we had a need to grow and to start moving forward. Basically, we, we just we couldn't with the manpower we had because we were just trying to keep the lights on.
0: Casey, take us back to the start of the decision to, to redo the website. I think it was probably about 2019 or so. Uh, what was that process involved? And uh, talk a little bit to the listeners about the price tag, because I know it was a big price tag, wasn't it? So I
3: came in after they had done, you know, a lot of the focus groups and the research. Um, so um, they brought in a member of the comm team. Um, and, and again, it, it kind of went back to our current site, not being able to meet a lot of our communication goals. Um, and so I think that had, um, that played a big part in the board's decision to to go ahead and approve this. And, you know, in our communications you know, we're, we're constantly uh, hitting the company on their tech debt. And so, um, you know, going into 2020, um, we just we couldn't afford to be guilty of the same thing.
1: So, Casey, talk to us. We talked a little bit about the fact that, you know, searchability was a big issue. What, from a communications
3: perspective, was a was an important part of the redo of the site? Well, I think. I think it's important to mention that, you know, when Jason first built the website that we use now, um, you know, we had 6,000 members um, and email and reporting point were our our two forms of communication. Um, you know, last year, right before the pandemic hit, we were up to almost 10,000 pilots. And now, you know, we have the podcast, we have videos, we have uh, virtual town halls. Um, so we're communicating with our members in, in a lot of different ways. Um, and I think we were reaching... Um, sort of a breaking point with the current website. And I just mean, you know, kind of finding places where content could fit. Um, You know, the organization was a little bit all over the place. And so with the new website, um, it really gives our communication team the flexibility to um, post new content, create new content blocks. Our, Our reporting point publications, the way they're going to be presented on the website will be um, you know, very easy to search through and um, find articles.
1: I know one of the other issues
3: that we've we've run into, or we've talked about a little
1: bit, is um, the overabundance of PDFs, and, and we're trying to get away from that. And
3: right, uh-huh. we moved a lot of our PDFs um, out of that, and um, and and then we're also making our PDFs that, that we you know that we still have on our website um, e- uh, easier
0: to search um, to search through, which was a problem on the old website. And one thing that I'll mention, too, uh, as a beta tester that just started recently, um, the new website is much more mobile-friendly, of course, and that's a, that's a big thing, I think, going forward, right?
2: Yeah, so w- with more than 50% of our pilot base uh, using mobile devices to access our website now, it's more important than ever that <clears throat> what we display looks good no matter what device you go on.
1: So the site was sort of designed to be
0: mobile first. And I know that one thing that I was really adamant about was the way that the contract was displayed. I think that it is so much more user-friendly and, and you're able to use it uh, on the go when our pilots need to see it out you know, in the cockpit rather than trying to find it in a PDF or, or find it on our current website where it's a little clunky to, to, to sort of search through.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now instead of having to do two clicks to get to the contract, it's one click. Uh, and then also the searchability of the contract on the page, uh, it breaks it down really nicely by section, um, and you can search for keywords. Uh, it, it's much better experience.
1: From uh, from a technical perspective, is there were there a lot of changes um, from the old site to the new site in the way that it's designed or
2: set up? Absolutely, yeah. Um, everything we, we try to focus our attention on cleaning up the amount of sources that we have for pilot data, um, we kind of going with a single source approach using what basically everyone in Swapi uses now uh, or, or is moving towards using, and that's Dynamic CRM, which is a Microsoft uh, platform for c- uh, contact management.
1: And I'm sure that our pilots probably can, one of the things that they might see on that is I know for a while we were having like issues where um, they would put their telephone number in, but it wouldn't change in one place or another, and that those are the kinds of things.
2: Absolutely, yeah. That that was one of the things is cleaning up the process of how we get our data from Southwest Airlines, and then how we manage that data moving forward.
0: Jason, how is the app going to interact with the new website? Is there going to be any major changes? Will it be integrated?
2: Uh, currently, no, but it is on our roadmap of things to do. Uh, we really need to build the foundation of the website first before we could start incorporating the app because the app development process is a little bit more time-consuming and uh, manpower resource hog basically for whenever you're developing new features. And we had taken about half of that team, and put them on the Swap.org team to ensure success there. So uh, in the coming months, we're trying to get more app uh, website involvement, but our main focus on the application side of things right now is getting Line Tuner going on there.
0: So before we get to that point where the we talk about integrating the the app and the website, uh, and they, they run separately for the time being, what are some of those features in version one of the website when it goes live here in? we are expecting may, uh, that our pilots will, will see.
3: Well, kind of some of the things that we've talked about, um, you know, we'll see, uh, a lot more, uh, organization to the website, uh, better, better searchability on the new website.
2: The committee pages are really structured in a way that it makes it a lot easier to find things. Now, uh, used to, basically you just had a wall of PDFs and, uh, Casey and the content team did a good job at organizing uh, the structure of the page so that you can find things a lot quicker and a lot faster.
0: Casey, I have a question for you that's uh, near and dear to my heart, and that would of course be Contract 2020. This website was you know, envisioned as part of the, the lead into that, and it's not the only reason, but it's certainly an, a focus. What can the pilots expect uh, for for products regarding Contract 2020 on the new website?
3: I think just a, uh, again, contract 2020 um, will have its own uh, tag. So, you know, it will be really easy to find emails, uh, articles, videos, podcasts, uh, anything contract 2020 related.
1: So we've talked a lot about searchability and cleanup and et cetera. Explain some of the, like, give us an example of a specific area of the website that was kind of a, a mess that was cleaned up to a point that it makes it a lot easier for the pilots to look at.
3: I think one thing we found going through it and creating a site map, um, we had the same, you know, maybe documents or information in about four different places. Some of them made sense. Some of them didn't. Um, I think, you know, so we we found that we were, again, just trying to, to fit things on the website where we could um, and... So creating a sitemap and going through, you know, a website that's been around for as long as ours has, um, um, you know, it 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 forced us to look at what we were posting, you know, pulling off some old content, um, again, just making it easier for our pilots to to find what they needed quickly. So a good example is benefits. Um, you know, currently you you're scrolling through lists of PDFs, right? Right. Um, Um, And and you'll you'll have them in the main portion, but then you could also see them on the on the right hand side under resources. So there were a lot of duplicates within the same committee page um, and then just long lists of PDFs. um, Right. So uh, on the new website, um, we've we've compiled those those PDFs and um, um, organized them in a way um, that, you know, that are that's clean and you're not scrolling um, and just and just categorize them a little better easier to to find and and we've also you know worked with the committees we found like like I said um, quite a few things that were maybe out you know outdated or you know old and kind of went back and forth and worked with them on you know hey let's update this for the new site um, so there's been a, a lot of cleanup
0: well Jason we have you here and I know a question that's going to come up so I'm going to ask it any changes to the forum when we get to the new
2: website? The form will not change in the first release. However, we are currently looking into alternatives uh, in different forum platforms.
0: But the uh, So the interface and the user experience, at least at first, will be unchanged from what we have today. Correct.
1: So when should we expect to see the version one launch?
3: So right now we are in beta testing, which is the step just before a website gets launched. Um, it's where you you identify bugs, um, you know, any sort of um, weird, uh, you know, glitches. Um, and so it's very common to have those things in, in beta testing and, and find all those before it gets released. So until we kind of get through that, um, we won't know for sure. But our goal is mid to uh, early to mid-May. So obviously in
1: version one, we're, not everything will come out, as we've mentioned. But in what can the membership expect for um, version 2.0 or whatever's coming down the line past this first launch.
2: One thing I'm really excited about is we're going to be extending the search functionality even more than it already is, uh, with currently we can search into PDFs and everything, but it's just keyword search. Uh, we're moving towards being able to drill down to content by things like, uh, date range by committee, I mean, publication, you name it. That way, if, if you're looking for that needle in the haystack, it'll be much easier for you to find.
0: Casey, what about some other content that you have planned in the future? So
3: I think what I am I'm excited about in future versions um, is, is more personalization, um, more targeted content, meaning, you know, a pilot who is 10 years, uh, you know, within 10 years to retirement uh, might see – content that's different from a, a new hire. Um, so I think future v- versions will, will be able to um, really tailor some of that content to our pilots. Um, and, um, and, and I'm excited that, you know, this is just a first launch, you know, there'll be, um, there'll be m- more releases, more enhancements, more improvements. Um, and I think that's important to, you know, for our, our membership to remember. I'm excited to get this the the website released, um, but I'm more excited about what's to come. Um, I think a, a good analogy that I, I recently heard about building a website is, you know, it's like building a house. You have to move into the house before you can start decorating. So we're, we're finally at that point where we're moving into the house. You know, our pilots are going to start using it, um, and then we're going to get that feedback and um just continue to add enhancements and improvements with, with each release. And, and I think that's exciting.
2: Yeah. It's, it's important to note that we really, this is the foundation. Um, What you see is not just what you get. This is going to open up the world for all sorts of possibilities moving forward.
1: Thank you to Casey and Jason for taking the time to talk with us today. We know this project has been a huge one and that they have spent many hours working on trying to get the best possible product for our pilots.
0: And as always, we do want to hear from you. So if you have any feedback for us at all, drop us a line at com at it.org.
1: Finally, today's bonus number is 17. That's the number of custom tools and reports that will be available at the launch of the new site. And that number is just the beginning, as they mentioned in the podcast. There will be many more enhancements and exciting new tools to come.
0: Baltimore Tower, how are you? Runway 10 clear to land.
2: We're good, clear to land at Southwest 412.